time, but I'm sorry I'm so late. It's been a long day. Crazy day. Sorry. everybody. Many nights she's rushed through stage and strong 
in heaven with her prayers. She's a prayer warrior. Here we go. story first. I mean, Bible first. The horse, one speaks uh, one language and one speaks. It came to pass as they journeyed from the earth, and they found a land in the land of Sinar that they dwelt there. Tara. 
Me was another 119 years and begot sons and daughters. Now, Torah begot lived 70 years and he begot Abraham, Nahor, and Haram. This is the genealogy of Torah. Torah begot Abraham, Nor, Haram, Haram, and Haram begot Lot. Haram died before his father Torah and his name is Lamb and Or of the Chileans. And then Abraham and, and Nahor took wives. The name of Abraham's wife was Sarah. The name of Nor's wife, Nahor's wife, was Batila, the daughter of Haram, the father of Batila, and the father of, of Ishach. But Sarah was barren at the time and had no child. And Terran took his son Abraham and his son-in-law, the son of Terran and his daughter-in-law Sari. And his son Abraham's wife, and they went with them from Yor to Chilin to the land of Canaan. And they came to Haram and, and dwelt there. So the days of Torah were one hundred and two and five years, and Torah died in, uh, in Haram. Now we're on to, we're done with Genesis chapter 11, we're on chapter 12. Now Abraham had said to, uh, now the Lord said to Abraham, Go out of your country from your family, from your father's house, to the land which I show you. I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make names, your names great, and those shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And all and all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham departed, as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with, with him. And Abraham was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haram. Then he took Sarah his wife, and Lot his brother's wife, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people whom they had acquired in Haram, and they, they departed to those of the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan, and Abraham passed through the land to the place of Sephir, as far as the territory of Moriah, and the Canaanites were there in Israel. And then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, Go, your descendants, I will give you this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord, who had appeared to him. And he moved from there to the mountain, east of Bethel, and pitched his tent with Bethel, and on the west, to A, to, to A, on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord, and called the name of the Lord, uh, called the name, uh, called on the name of the Lord. So Abraham journeyed, going towards the south. Now there was famine. in the land, and Abraham dwelled in Egypt, to dwell there, for famine was severe in the land. And it came to pass, when he was close to entering in Egypt, he said to Sarah his wife, Indeed, I know you are a be woman of beautiful countenance. Therefore, it will happen, when the Egyptians see you, that they will say, This is your wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please say, say you are my sister. And that you dwell with, dwell, dwell, may dwell with me for, for your sake, and I may live because of you. So it came when Abraham came down to Egypt, that the Egyptians saw the woman, and she was very beautiful. The princess of the Pharaoh also saw her, and command, commanded to her, her to the Pharaoh, and the woman was taken to the Pharaoh's house. She treated Abraham well for her sake, yet she and oxen and male servants and donkeys and female servants and female donkeys and, ca and camels. But the Lord played the Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah Abraham's wife. And Pharaoh told Abraham and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she was thy sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now therefore, here, here is your wife. Take her away. Uh, take her and go away. 
So the Pharaoh commanded his men to turn him down. They sent, the, sent, her, sent, her, sent him away with his wife and all that he had. And all that he had. Now we're from chapters, um, Genesis chapters 12 and 11. We're now in chapter 13. Here we go. Then Abraham went up from Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot listened to himself. Abraham was very rich in livestock, silver, and gold. And he went on his journey from as far south as Bethel to the place where the tent had been at the time at the beginning between Bethel and Ai. To the place of the honor which, uh, which had been made there first. There Abraham called upon the name of the Lord. Lot also went with Abraham, and they had flocks and herds and tents. Uh, and the land was not able to support them, that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abraham's flock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. And the Canaanites and the Pishites, and they dwelled in the land. So Abraham said to Lot, Please know there be no strife because you, between you and between your herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, left, then I will take the right. Or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. And then Lot lifted his eyes and saw all the plains of Jordan. And it was well watered everywhere. Before the Lord destroyed Sodom and the war, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go, go towards Thor. Then Lot chose for himself all the land of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated from each other. Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan, Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent, even as far as Sodom. But the men of Sodom were extremely wicked, and sinned against the Lord. The Lord said to Abraham, as the Lot separated, lift up your eyes and look toward the northward, southward, eastward, westward. For all the land, for all the land where you where I give you and your descendants forever, I will make your descendants as dust upon the earth. So if a man shall remember the dust upon the earth, therefore descendants also shall be numbered. Arise and walk through the plains as white, for I give it to you. And Abraham moved his tent and dwelt in the separate trees of Monar, which is in Hebron, and built the altar there to the Lord. And came to pass, now this is now we're on chapter 14, now we are in 13, 12, and 11. And it came to pass of Eberol, king of Shemar, Arach, king of Eliar, Ipazah, king of Eliab, and Tidal, king of the nations. They made war with Berah, king of, 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 uh, of Sodom, and Bursa, king of Gomorrah, Shiplet, king of Adela, Shiplet, king of Zebulon, and the king of Bel... Uh, Bel uh, of Bella, which is sore, which is sore, and all joined together in the valley of Shittim, that is the salt in the sea. Twenty years they served Shalmar, uh, twelve years they served Shalmar, and on the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Shalmar and the king that were with him when they attacked Reblon in Asar Tarmon, the Cyprian uh, in Ham and Aram. In Aram and Sabotardian, and the Hittonites in the mountains of Sir, as far as Pariam, which was in the wilderness. And they turned back and came to Ismet, which is Kedis, and attacked all the country of the Amorites, and also, also the Amorites who dwelt in. Hesben Tamar, the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Ephraim, the king of Zebulun, 
to clean up Bell's work, went out and joined, joined together in battle in the Valley of Gideon. Against Shadowar, King of Allium, titled King of All Nations, Amal, King of Shemar, and Ara, King of Eliasar, four kings against five. Now the valley of Shittim was full of asphalt pits, and the kings saw the more fled and fell there, and the remainder fled to the mountains, and they took all the gods, all the good. The song of the war, then their petitions, and they went their way. And they also took Abraham's brother's son, who dwelt in, in, in Sodom at his woods, and departed. And then one who had escaped came and told Abraham the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the, the, the temperate lands of Melmar, the Amorite, brother of Israel, brother of Enar. And, uh, and they were allies with Abraham. Now when Abraham heard this, his brother, then his brother, well, his nephew, had been taken captive. He armed 318 trained servants who avoided his own house and went in pursuit as far as Dan. He divided his forces against them by night, and he and his servants attacked them and, uh, uh, and pursued them as far as Hobart, which was north of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods, and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods, as well as the women and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the, at the valley of Sheba. And this is the king's valley. And after he returned from the defeat of Shepherd, and his customers were with him, then Mablet, the king of, uh, of Salem, brought out bread and wine and was the priest of the Dabal side. He blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham, God of the Most High, possessor of the, of the heaven and the earth, and he, and, he, and he blessed to be the Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hands. And he gave them a tithe of all. Now the king of Sodom said to Abraham, Give me the presents and take the goods for yourself. Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I raise my hand to the Lord God Most High, and possess of the earth and the heavens, and the, and the uh, of the uh, of earth of heaven and earth. And I take nothing from a friend to a sandal strap. And I will not take anything that is yours, lest you you should say I made a rich. Except when the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men who went with me, Hannah and Ethel and Mara, let them take their portion. Okay, now we're going to go to 18. Genesis. 18 and 19. Then we'll do the story, the tip, the song, and then we'll be done. And the prayer. Then the Lord appeared to him in the tempest tree of Melmar as he was sitting in the tent in the heat of the day. I put out the prayer, Lord Jesus, love us and take care of us and help us. So he lifted his eyes and looked and behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed down to himself to the ground and said, My Lord, if I have found favor in you and in your sight, do not pass by your servants. Please let a little water be brought, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will bring you a set of mor a morsel of bread, that you may rest yourselves under the heart, and that you may pass by it as much as you have come to, to your serpent. And they said, Do you have, uh, 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 do, do as you have said. So Abraham hurried to the tent to Sarah, then quickly made ready three measures of fine meal, kneaded and made cakes. 
Abraham ran to the herd, so they tended the calf and gave it to a young man and hastened to prepare, and he hastened to prepare it. So he took butter and milk and the calf which he had prepared and set before him. And he stood by them under the tree as they, as, as they ate. And they said to him, Where is Sarah your wife? He said, Here in the tent. And he said, Surely I returned according to that time. Real girl, wife Sarah shall have a son. Sarah was listening at the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were well fancy years. Sarah had passed the age of childbearing, therefore Sarah laughed within herself. After I had grown old, I saw the pleasure of my, uh, my, my Lord of being old also. And Lord, the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? So, so I surely bear a child sent of old. Is anything too hard for the Lord? And at the appointed time, I will return to you at point that time, and Sarah will have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And the Lord he said, No, but you did laugh. And then the man rose from there and looked towards Sodom and Abraham with them to send them on their way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? Since Abraham has surely become a great nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him, in order that they command his children and his household after him, and they keep the ways of the Lord, due to the righteousness and justice that the Lord that he may, may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. And the Lord said, and the Lord said, because they are trying against Abraham and the Psalm and the Lord straight, and because of their sin is very grave. I will go down now and see whether they have done together according to the outright since they have come to me, and if not, I will I will know. Then the men turned away, and there they went to Sodom. But the Lord, Abraham still stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, Would you, would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were fifty righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and spare it out for the fifty righteous that were in? Far be it from me to, to do such a thing, just to slay the righteous and the wicked, so the righteous to be at the window for as far from you so so you judge the so you judge all of the earth to do to do right. So the Lord says, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city and I will spare all all the place for their sake. And then Abraham answered and said, Indeed now I I am who I I who am that that does He asked us to take it upon ourselves to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were less than fifty righteous. Would you destroy the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find forty-five righteous, I will not destroy it. And I spoke to him again and said, Should there be forty, forty found there? And he said, I will not do it. I will not do it for the sake of the forty. And then he said, let the Lord be, not be angry, and I will speak. Suppose there are thirty that should be found there. So he said, I will not do it if I find the thirty there. And he said, Indeed now, I have taken upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose twenty should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy if for the sake of the twenty. And then he said, Lord, let not be angry, I will speak once more. Suppose ten should be found there. He said, I will not destroy it for the sake of the ten. So the Lord went out of his way as soon as he finished speaking with Abraham. And Abraham returned to his place. Now we're going to go to chapter 19.
Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting at the gate of Sodom. When, when Lot saw them, he arose to them, and he bowed himself with his face towards the ground, and he said, Here now, lords, please turn, please turn in your servants' houses and spend the night and wash your feet. Then, they, then you may arise early and go on your way. And they said, No, we will spend the night in the open square. But he insisted strongly. So they turned so they turned in to him and entered his house. And they made him a feast. And they baked unleavened bread. And, and they ate. Now, now therefore they laid down the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both young and old, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. And they told to Lot, and said to him, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out, so that we may know that they them tardily. So, so Lot went out through the doorways, and shut the door behind them, and said, Please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. For now I have two, see that I have two daughters, who have not known a man. Please bring them, please bring them out, please let me bring them out to you, and you may do with them as you wish. Only nothing done to these men, since, since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. And they stand back. And then they said, This one came in and stay here, he keeps acting as such. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. So they pushed hard against the door, and Lot came near uh, against the against the man Lot, and came near near to break down break down from break down the door. But the men reached out to their hands and pulled and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut shut the door. And they struck the men who were at the door, at the door, at the house of blindness, both small and great, so that they became weary trying to find the door. And then the man, the man said to Lot, "Have you have anyone else here, sons-in-law, your sons, your daughters, and whoever you have in the city? Take them out of this place, for when we destroy this place, because of the outcry against them that have grown so great." Before the face of the Lord, the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot came out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who had married his daughters, and said, Get up, get up, and get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But his sons-in-law said, He seemed to be, to be, to them that he seemed to be joking. And then the morning dawned, and the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise and take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And while they lingered, the man took hold of his hand, his wife's hand, the hands of his two daughters, and the Lord being merciful to him, they brought him out and set him outside the city. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside, that he said, Escape for your life. Do not, not look behind you, nor stay, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you should be destroyed. And then Lot said to them, Please, no, my lord. Indeed, your servant has been found in favor in your sight, and you have shown me by saving my life. I cannot escape to these mountains, but evil overtake when I die. See now, there is a there is, there is a city. It is near enough to flee, and it is a little one. Please let me escape there. It is not a little one, and my soul shall live. And they said to him, See, I favored you concerning this thing. Also, also, I will I will I will not overthrow this city for which you have spoken. Indeed, hurry, escape there. For I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Therefore the name of the city was called Thor. The sun had risen from the earth, and Lot entered Thor. And then the Lord rained, brimstone and fire on Sodom and the water, from the Lord, uh, from the Lord out of heaven. So he overthrew these cities, all the plains and all the inhabitants of the city, and they drew, they drew upon the, dr the ground. But his wife looked back, 
behind him as he became a pillar of salt. And Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down some of the war and toward the land of the plains. And all he saw, behold, a smoke of lamps, which went up like the, the smoke of a furnace. It came to pass, and the Lord destroyed the cities of the plains. God remembered Abraham and said, Lot out of the midst of the overthrow. When he overthrew the cities in which Lot had dwelt, And then Lot went out of Zor and dwelt in the mountains, and his two daughters were with him. Who were afraid to dwell, was afraid to dwell in Zor, so he and his daughters dwelt in a cave. Now the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man on the earth to come to us, has his custom of all the earth. Let us make their father drink wine, and we will lie with him. You can't do that nowadays. It's illegal. And he, uh, uh, and we have made, may we preserve the wine of our father. So they made their father drink the wine that night, and the firstborn went in and laid with him. And he did not know her when he laid down, or when she arose. It happened the next day that the firstborn said to the other, Indeed, the slave was with my father last night, so I must make him drink wine tonight. And you go in and lie with him, that we may preserve our lineage of our father. Then they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger one laid down with him, and he did not know when she laid down when she arose. Thus both the daughters of Lot were with child by their fathers, by their father. The firstborn a son, and was called Moab. He would be the father of the Moabites. And the younger also bore a son, and called his name Ben Amon. He is the father of the people of Amon to this day. To this day. Okay, then here we go. Here's more to come. No, oh no. Here we go. Sorry. Once upon a time, when the world was still young, there was a lad named Lot. His father and mother were dead, and he lived with, with Abraham, with his uncle Abraham, and his aunt Sarah. Sari. In the place where Lot lived, the people believed that the moon was God, and they looked into the sky at night and saw the shiny moon, and it seemed the most beautiful and wonderful sight in the world. They said, said prayers to it, but Abraham knew better than that. He knew that God had made the earth and the moon also, because Abraham would not go to the moon to to the moon worshiping church. His neighbors disliked him, so at last he made up his mind. God helped to move away. One night in a dream, he heard the voice of God, and Abraham, uh, God, and God told him to so. go. The next night, he took Sarah and Lot. It started out to find a better place to live in. And Lot died first looked at the wide world. Now, Abraham, Sarah, and Lot rode on the backs of camels, but they had to go very slowly because they took with them all their sheep and cows. 
So they journeyed and journeyed, till by by and by came to the great river and called Eucharist. And then they journeyed and journeyed, and they came to another river called Jordan, in a in a deep valley. And and you can look this up on the map, children, the Mediterranean Sea. It might be a nice project. You can do it on the internet, or get get something, get bulb, or uh, uh, an old map. It might be a nice project for all of you. And the place on the map they found a, ple a pleasant land that looked, which, <laughs> which looked like much. On the account of their vineyards and errors, they could not sell down, stay alone in one place. So they wandered here and there and over a green grass, stopping to rest, till now under a spreading oak, and now the shadows of a great rock, and they slept in tents. But after a while they had many sheep and lambs, and cows and calves, and it was hard to find a, a pasture good enough to feed them when all, when they came to a, a spring of water and all they wanted to drink at the time, and there was a great confusion, and sometimes the herdsmen fought over it. But one day Abraham said to us, There is now so much cow that we bear the fight them with two cousins and pass them in different places. You take yours and go your way, and I will take mine and go my way. Here is a high hill, which, which we may see all the land. Let us climb up and look, and you shall choose which part you want. So they climbed the hill and looked over to the land, and to the north were the rock hills, and the south were the deserts. In the west was the sea, and in the east was green plains. In the plain there were rich pastures and groves of trees with the, with the lights of houses of little towns and cities among them and the water flowing. So it looked like the Garden of Eden. This pleased Lot, and he said to himself, My uncle has given me a choice, and I will choose the best the best areas. So he chose the plain, even Abraham the Stony Hills. Now some people who think only of themselves and take the best without regard to others, sometimes get the worst, and this was likely to be the case with those who choose with instead, with instead of the, which is hard. So was it with Lot. The plain, not such as he thought, had once been a bed of uh, uh, salt sea, and some places the salt lay upon the ground, and there were, were salt springs. And in and nearby there was a there was a dreadful swamp where there was mud which was which was oil before Lot had been lost at Sodom, for this was the name of the town in which he lived. There were four teams of all names and fierce soldiers. They drove the people out of their houses and back into the swamp. and captured them and carried them away. Abraham, when he heard all this, he took his herd with an arm to a sword, and Tom said, Tap the kings by name when they, when they were asleep. They rescued Lot and his neighbors, but they were all, but it was all very unpleasant for Lot. And the people of Sodom had never been good people. After this, they were worse. It troubled Lot greatly. Sometimes he thought, we'll be away, we'll be away, but his wife, and his children liked the place. So they stayed, and he removed his, uh, his bad neighbors, but they did not, they did no good. He only made himself unpopular. Then one day, as Abraham sat near the door of his tent, the shade of the oak, he saw three strangers coming. He rose up to greet them, for he was always very kind to strangers. Tommy said, rest in the cool shade, and my wife will make you something to eat. So the stranger stopped, and Sarah made it a fire, and baked some cakes, and broiled some meat, and brought the turd. And they sat, uh, sat at the table. After supper, the men looked towards Sodom, and one of them said, what type of place is that? And we hear all sorts of things about Abraham, said, I have a nephew who lives there, and he tells me the wicked place indeed. But the men said, 
we shall go see for all night and hear with our own ears. So they went down the road to Sodom. And when they came to the town, to the town, there was Lot sitting by the gate. And he was glad to see them. He took them to to his house. It was very nice to them. But that night, when Lot's neighbors found out that he had company, they came about the house. They three crowded them, beating them, throwing stones, and trying to break the door to kill them. So the strangers saw with their own eyes and heard their own ears. Then early the next morning, before the sun was up. The visitors awakened Lot. Tom, they said, Tom, they said, they tried, get up and escape this place. For the very day it shall be destroyed. And the visitors hurried them, pointing to the side, and crying that the storm was coming, and the time was short. Quick, he said, throw for your lives. Do not even look back. Go to the mountains. And half they came out of the house, the, the sky was at the pillar of the topper and the iron, and a fearful wind began to blow, and the fright, the fright of the lightning flashed, and the thunder roared, and they came out of the town, the earth twitched, and the springs of salt and oil that were broken, and the salt and oil pitched up and burst into the air, and the great swamp and the lightning set them on fire, and the wind blew them on the town. So Lot and his daughters ran. Uh, at first his, ran, his wife began to run with them, but Lot's wife was very fond of Sodom as fast as was she liked it. She could not bear to leave it. She stopped to look back only for a moment. But in that moment the storm left the fire and the brimstone overtook her and she fell in the drifting sand and the whirling salt that the tempest buried her. Then the next day, as soon as it was late, Ephraim rose and looked towards Sodom, and the sky was flat with smoke, but nothing was left but a pillar of salt. Uh, nothing was left of her but a pillar of salt. Now I'm going to give you the tips first. Continue journaling about ways you disobeyed the Lord, or ways you have not disobeyed the Lord. Also, think, write that letter. About 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 with goals and things, and see how you do in a few weeks or a few months with it. And again, just pick one day, even for you to do it all the time. One day when you're fa- when you obey the Lord and are faithful to Him, ask Him, "Is this the way I should go to work or school?" Talk to him, saying, is this the way I should treat my neighbors, my co-workers, my classmates, my friends, my teachers, my bosses? And talk with him about your finances. And talk with him about how you disobeyed him and how it affected you and your family and your friends. Just try that, please. Just try it, please. You know, we'll our song and then we'll be done. Oh, come on now, it's been a long day. Lord Jesus, love us and take care of us and please help us. Thank you all again. I hope everybody does have a good evening. Here we go. Be close to death, but she's not afraid. 
Angels waiting for the order to carry her away. They gathered around her bedside. She's the only one who sees. She draws her final breath for the way with them to leave. Angels in the room. She runs the final race. They come to carry her to there to, to see her Savior's face. Angels in the room. Rated rate the war. Ain't no sadness or gloom, there are angels in the room. He's not all for this world, there's a better one to come. He thinks about the great union with the father and the son. His family by his bedside, best children can't deceive. Angels standing all around us, time for me to leave. Angels in the room, he's run his final race. They, they come to carry him to heaven, to see his Savior's face. Angels in the room, to take him to his reward. No need for sadness and bloom, there'll be angels in the room. No need for sadness or bloom, there'll be angels in the room. No need for sadness at all, there are angels in the room. But sometimes, sometimes we're leaving. You, and you see, the fights are long. You won't have to worry, friend, you won't be alone. Angels in the room, when you won your final race, they'll carry you to heaven, there to see your Savior's face. So angels in the room, to make you feel your great reward. No need for sadness or gloom. There'll be angels in the room. No need for sadness or gloom. There'll be angels in the room. Lord Jesus, love us and help us. Hope you all have a good night. And a weekend. Sorry for being late.